It's Humboldt Today with John Kennedy O'Connor. Welcome to Humboldt Today, Humboldt County's most trusted and popular newscast, bringing you the news on the Lost Coast and beyond with me, John Kennedy O'Connor. In an exclusive for the Outpost, we have learnt a local college student has filed a class action lawsuit against California State University's 23 campus system after allegedly experiencing numerous barriers to access at Cal Poly Humboldt. The student, Christine DeBella, says university staff failed to provide her with an adequate emergency escape plan from her third floor dorm room. Christine also alleges that she has regularly been unable to attend certain campus events and unable to access some areas of the campus, including the library, where aisles are too narrow to accommodate her chair. Mr. Bella's attorney says similar problems exist at all CSU campuses, affecting more than 1,100 enrolled students each year, who identify as having a mobility disability. The lawsuit is being heard in San Francisco at the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. CSU's Chancellor's Office emailed the outpost earlier Thursday, stating that the CSU is, quote, committed to providing a positive and meaningful experience for all students, end quote. The response went on to confirm CSU will be addressing the plaintiff's concerns, but won't be commenting further due to the pending litigation. Our Ryan Burns has more on the lawsuit in his exclusive article, now on the outpost. The Humboldt County Sheriff's Office Special Services deputies were called out to assist the North Coast Marine Mammal Centre with the rescue of a sick and injured seal Wednesday afternoon at Agate Beach. The seal, fondly named Finn, was transported to the NCMM's Crescent City Rehabilitation Facility after the rescue and he'll be staying there as he recuperates. The HCSO is reminding everyone not to be tempted to help out seals that may be in distress. Guidance says not to approach a stranded animal and to stay at least 100 feet distance. The NCMM has a stranding helpline at 707-951-4722. This Friday, the Tolawa Dini Nation is hosting a free awareness walking event at the Del Norte County Fairgrounds to address the issue of missing and murdered Indigenous people. All the public are welcome to participate to stand in support of this crisis. The walk will start around 12.30pm, with participants being asked to wear red and to make signs to carry during the walk. Red face paint will be made available as well as all the signage materials. Drivers and those who wish to be seated are equally welcome at the fairgrounds. Up in Crescent City, councillors have again been debating tobacco retail and at this week's meeting heard from retailers impacted by the current proposals. Councillor Jason Greenoff, who opposes any tobacco retail license ordinance, suggested a public workshop aimed at retailers would allow businesses input into the shaping of the proposed legislation. City Attorney Martha Rice had presented councillors with the proposed license ordinance at Monday's meeting, which would prohibit pharmacies from selling tobacco products. The goal of the new licensing ordinance would reduce the number of tobacco retail outlets in line with the state average. The Del Norte County Board of Supervisors amended its ordinance to make tobacco retail licenses outside city limits transferable, and now the City Council is weighing up a similar option. Our Jessica Andrews has more on this week's debate with the Council, available now on the Wild Rivers Outpost. Grace Martin Memorial Park in Eureka is slated for a major makeover, and the City is looking for your input. The design of the playground for the park space along the waterfront trail, using funds donated by Grace Martin's husband Lance in 2016 to dedicate the park to his wife. Some of the public input being sought for the playground includes asking if the park greeter should be a squid, a harbour seal or a pelican. Other features could include a reproduction merchant ship alongside the giant sea critters. 
The park will also feature an area for social games, potentially with life-size chess or checkers, cornhole or table tennis. Humboldt Today viewers can register their opinions and share their thoughts at surveymonkey.com slash r slash Grace Martin input. The City of Eureka has two public strategic visioning sessions coming up May 5th and 6th to discuss the city's priorities for the next few years. The first session will be held Friday with the second on Saturday. Both meetings will take place at Humboldt Bay Fires Training Classroom at 3030 L Street in Eureka. Doors open at 9am and public comment will begin at 10.30am Friday and 9.30 Saturday. Members of the City Council, department heads and the City staff will be present to brainstorm ideas with community members. You can find more information on the City's Facebook page. The Humboldt County Workforce Development Board have issued three requests for proposals through the Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act that funds economic development programmes. The programmes cover youth initiatives, layoff programmes and programmes for adult and dislocated workers designed to strengthen and improve the public workforce system, helping those with significant barriers into employment and careers. The proposal process is overseen by the Board, acting as advisors to the Board of Supervisors, and details of the proposal process and how to apply can be found at humboldtgov.org, and the closing date is May 26. Turning now to our Humboldt Today weather outlook and the grey skies and damp weather is going to continue with a similar weekend outlook looming. Thursday night should be dry with temperatures of around 47 degrees, though the cloudy skies will likely make the full moon unseeable. Friday will start with showers, becoming steady rain later in the day. The county average will be reaching 55 degrees with southerly winds blowing up to around 15 miles per hour. Eureka will be wet, a high of 54 is the best we can expect. Arcata will be only 56 degrees and the rain will be coming down as it will in Fortuna, where the expected high is just 54. After that, welcome heat inland this week. Things will be a little different than the rest of the county tomorrow. Hooper will see rain and a high temperature of just 57 degrees. Redway has the same wet outlook, 55 degrees is the predicted high. Friday night will remain rainy and that will continue into the weekend. Next week on Humboldt Today, we will be bringing you the local news, as always, but transmitted from way beyond the Lost Coast. Starting Tuesday, our newscast will be covering everything local, but will be coming to you from the world's oldest republic, the tiny enclave of San Marino, the landlocked independent nation in the heart of Italy. We will be having a series of Humboldt conversations with local figures, discovering how life goes on in a nation with a smaller population than the city of Eureka, and how this microstate interacts with the wider world. Keep an eye out for the special programming next week. Thanks to everyone who took part in our last Humboldt Today pointless poll. We asked, is it time for Senator Dianne Feinstein to step down? There was a very lively debate, with just about half of all Humboldt Today viewers voting that she should make way for someone else. For our latest pointless poll, with the third King Charles getting to sit on a big chair in a million dollar hat this weekend, we're asking, who is the best Charles? Click below to register your vote, and indeed to comment on all of Humboldt Today's news. And those are the main stories around the Lost Coast today. Click on the homepage for all the details of these stories and for more on what's happening and coming up on lostcoastoutpost.com. Thank you for joining us for Humboldt Today today. Join us again for the next Humboldt Today tomorrow. And don't forget to click below for today's Humboldt Today poll. So until the next Humboldt Today, your most trusted and popular newscast. Stay safe, everyone, and have a good night. Bye-bye.